Mashkiach beyond is getting larger. There's, a, uh, there's like a Yiddish joke. It says that sometimes there's more there's more sheichtim than chickens. And sometimes uh, there's more people in the band than people in the room. Then you know that... But Baruch Hashem... I don't even want to speak. That's the MS because I don't think anyone wants me to speak. Uh, the music is just so capturing and really will bring us into the into the mood of slichas. So I'll just say a very, very quick vard instead of saying a whole schmooze. You know, the highlight of, uh, of slichas, I think, became, and I'm surprised the Mashkiach band didn't sing it yet, but I guess we'll wait till after. Hanashamalach. Hanashamalach v'aguf palach. Chusal Amalach. I once told uh, Rabbi Tan Katz, he was here for Shabbos once, and he ate by me for Shabbos. I was walking home with him, and I, I said that that song that you composed for Hanish Amalach, you clearly stole it from the Malachim. So it's a Heilige song. It's something that's not a normal human song. It's something that's way above us. But and there's a lot of tire on what this means, Hanishamalach, Vaguf Palach, but one takeaway I think that we could take for now is that if you notice Hanishamalach comes before Vaguf Palach. We speak about the Nishama now before the Guf. That's the Mulchama that we're about to enter as we as we're beginning tonight. Bnei Ashkenaz, the Me'aslichas. There's a Melchama that's always brewing within us. A tug of war between Ruach and Geshem, between Guf and Neshama. It's like two color war teams. And while the Neshama is very, very strong, but the goof has the home, ta- home court advantage. We're living here on planet Earth. Our eyes see things that are very luring and very attracting. And our neshama is nebuch. You know, it's trying to send us messages, but it doesn't always, it's not always able to break through all the noise of the street and the world outside. There was once a great Hasidic Rebbe, his name was the Shpulya Zeda, the Saba Mishpulya. And he used to say, like in his Tfilot to the Rabbeinu Shleilam, that if you would put the Eilam Haba in front of our faces, if we'd be able to see what Eilam Haba looks like in this world, and the, uh, and the world of Averis in a safer on a shelf, it would be much easier. But unfortunately, we live in a world that we see Eilam Haza with all of its beauty and all of its attraction. And we have a sefer called Reish's Chachma, which speaks about Gehenim, and that's on the shelf. It's much easier when you have something in front of your eyes to be able to, to see graphically exactly you know, what Eilam Haba is all about and, and just, you know have some abstract concept of, uh, of Gehenim rather than having some abstract concept of Gehenim and see Eilam Haza right in front of us. And the challenge that we have throughout our lives 
is that just like, and this is not my idea, it's the Pachet Yitzchak, and it's even Rabbi Yaina before him, that just like there's a commandment in the Torah, Ta'ad Marishin Shua, you're supposed to be kaivish all of the animals in the world, man is supposed to reign supreme over animals, internally that's true as well. We're supposed to reign supreme, the neshama is supposed to be able to triumph over the behema inside of us. The nefesh abahami, the guf, which is a behema, we have to be able to somehow rein in. And it's very hard to do this the entire year, but during these days, we have to make an extra concerted effort to really try to let our neshama triumph over our guf. I saw a, a beautiful mashal from the Baal Shem. The Baal Shem used to say that there was once a, a very simple Jew and he had, um, he had very little Torah background, he had very little education, but he had one thing that he was very, very into the whole year, and that's he was obsessed with his Pesach Seder. So the whole year he'd be worrying about who's going to lead my Pesach Seder. I can't, I can't read, I can't understand the God, I can't get it, I have a family. So he was davening and davening and davening and trying his hardest to get any year that he could to come and, and lead his Pesach Seder. And it made a very big rash in Shamayim, very big tumult in Shamayim. They s- decided that they were going to send Eliyahu Navi himself to lead this year's Pesach Seder. And that was what's going to happen. An Erev Pesach, Mamish, like right by Shkiah, Eliyahu Navi was going to come and and what this year did was he was so desperate to have somebody lead the Pesach Seder that he had his horse in his barn come. He dressed him up. He put him in a kittel and a big yarmulke and he sat him by the Seder and he said, you're going to lead the Pesach Seder. And in Shemaim they were laughing at this, at this man because you had the opportunity to have Elian Navi lead your Seder and instead you opted for a behema. And that was the mashal the Baal Shem used to use to explain what we're doing with our lives. We have a neshama inside of us. And we have to remember that neshama. And the neshama is so taira, so powerful, it's so pure. Whatever we do with our guf doesn't sully the neshama. The neshama stays internally in the purest of states. But the problem is that we always give in to our guf and we see in front of our eyes things that we want, and we run after it, or we think about it, and it changes us in it. But the neshama is now screaming to us, pay attention to me. Don't listen to the, to the guf. Don't let a sus, don't let a horse be leading your life, your seder. Let the neshama once again come. Let Elian Navi come into our lives. There's a, uh, a beautiful... Pismen that the Svardim say it's uh, it's been put to music. It's, it goes Simu Leva Neshama, Leshem Shvayva Achlama. Pay attention to the Neshama, Leshem Shvayva Achlama. The the precious jewels that studded the Cheshen, the Leshem, the Shvayla, the Achlama. That's what your Neshama is. Simu Lev. Pay attention to it. There's an neshama inside. We know that there's an neshama inside, but we muffle it. And now we want to 
during this period of our lives, during this very important period, from now, from Slichas until Yom Kippur, to allow the Neshama, give the Neshama the center seat, the dais in our lives. Let us hear it. Let us pay attention to it. Let us push away the Gashmias. Mashiva Ruach, Umarid Geshem. Let the, the Ruach, let the Ruchnias blow and let the Geshem go down a little bit. We still have, we have to eat, we have to sleep, we have to do our basic, but let's try it as much as we can to push down the Geshem, to uplift the Ruach, and Amitzah Hashem will be able with that to go into the Emeas Lichas and do tshuva and be Niskarev to the Bariyah London.